Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Corbett Report. You are tuned into Propaganda Watch. And this week, we're going to harken back to an episode of this series last year where we covered the dumbest propaganda video ever, which you may or may not recall uh, revolved around something called IPdentical, Imagine a World Without Creativity, via our friends at the EU's Intellectual Property Office. And if you don't recall that particular episode of the program, I will, of course, uh, link it in the show notes so that you can go back and watch or rewatch that particularly turgid piece of poisonous propaganda. But this week, it seems that the EU has actually outdone itself in terms of ridiculous propaganda nonsense, and we're going to start today's exploration at the latest Corbett Report subscriber newsletter, which was just posted to the website. It's still up on the front page as I speak, but of course it will be available in the newsletter archives if you happen to be watching this at a later date. It's called More Plandemic Foreknowledge, and in this uh, in, in this article, I pick up from where I left off in the questions for Corbett earlier this April uh, on uh, pandemic for was there foreknowledge of the pandemic was the title of that questions for Corbett episode, which you might recall where we looked at event 201 and insider trading and failure of medical intelligence, CEOs quitting their jobs, Federal Reserve's moves in the repo market and other signs that 2020 was slated to be the year of the scamdemic. But <laughs> oh my. As I, uh, as I explained in more Plandemic Foreknowledge, well, obviously, there are more pieces of the puzzle that have been put together by researchers over the last several months. And uh, I dug up some doozies, including this one, which, again, is featured in that more Plandemic Foreknowledge article. But I'll, I'll, uh, we'll go through it together today because I thought this was particularly instructive of the ways that the public mind has been prepared for the very situation we are now living through for quite some time. This is a comic book entitled Infected, and it is published by the EU Publications Office. Yes, the EU Publications Office actually publishes comic books, amongst other things. Bet you didn't know that. Well, I will include the link so you can go and read or download this comic book for yourself completely for free so that you can share it with your friends. And look, even emblazoned with the little EU flag in the corner, just so you know where this propaganda is sourcing from. And you might not believe, but yes, no, literally, this is a comic book produced under the auspices of the EU Publications Office by J.D. Morvan and Wang Jia Wei. And this comic book starts, appropriately enough, in China, in a P4 medical research laboratory, uh, this one being at least captioned Beijing 2006. And here are some scientists... Uh, uh, who are undergoing a tour of this laboratory and being told about the dangerous pathogens that are being kept here, such as Ebola, Marburg, Galassa, and that safety precautions here are very strict. So there's various decontamination airlocks. All effluents are chemically decontaminated and steam sterilized. Fire safety precautions. Because, of course, you have to be very careful when working with these de deadly, dangerous pathogens. But as the tour is progressing, whoosh! That light, a flash, what was it? That's incredible, impossible, weird, that, an intruder, I'm alive, ha ha ha. And so this crazed, blonde Aryan man appears out of nowhere and starts laughing maniacally, and he has weird claw hands, and what's going on? He has something strapped to his chest, is this some kind of weird, crazed terrorist? So they haul him in for questioning, and... He gets to meet, for no adequately explained reason, the UN Special Envoy on Influenza Pandemics, Food Security, and MOI, 
asterisk many other issues. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he also gets to talk to uh, the uh, Special Coordinating Agent of Emerging Threats of the, the European Union and the U.S. Special Envoy for Very Scary Health Affairs. <laughs> Uh, the three specials, and he gets to brief them on who he is and why he's yeah, why he's here. Well, he's turns out he's a time traveler from the year 2111, from a devastated world. Devastated by what, you ask? Well, of course. One day, a major epidemic will strike, which will affect one of you in particular, and you will need my help. And yes, the help he is preferring is in this form of this these vials strapped to his chest. What are they? He says, here in these tubes, I have new biological material that can nip any pandemic in the bud. And he gives it to them so that they can survive this pandemic that's about to ravage the globe. Well, ooh, unfortunately, there was someone who was eavesdropping in on this conversation and he's phoning his bosses to let them know about this biological material and they hatch a plan because they're part of a organization, quote-unquote, some sort of terrorist business, whatever, mafia, whatever it is. Uh, and he says, if we could just get our hands on these vials of biological matter, we could sell them to the highest-bidding pharmaceutical company at the precise moment that the epidemic is terrorizing the planet. Wow, sounds like a business model. I wonder if he uh, gets lessons from Bill Gates. Anyway, so then, you know, the story proceeds from there, as you would expect. Uh, they, the bad guys uh, capture this this prisoner, essentially, that the police are escorting, and uh, they they take him in hostage, but then he escapes, and how did he get away? Uh, meanwhile, the special envoy on many other issues is jet-setting off to do some sort of uh, documentary feature on the other side of the planet, and his assistant is safekeeping the biological materials. Uh, this this uh, do documentary that they're making involves this trekking out into the middle of nowhere to talk about zoonotic diseases, uh, diseases acquired through transmission from animals. And lo and behold, while they're filming this, of course, he gets scratched by a monkey. Da, da, da. Well, we've all seen Contagion or the various other pieces of predictive programming over the years to know what that means. So, of course, he eventually ends up getting sick from his infection, which he doesn't realize at this point he has. Meanwhile, his assistant is still playing around with that life-saving biological material from the future. Uh, yada, 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 etc., etc. He gets sick. Uh, this uh, man saves, gets the assistant, and they start beating the bad guys up, and and all the action and explaining about the future and the epidemic that's about to strike, etc., etc. Of course, her boss ends up getting sick, exactly as the time traveler predicted, but don't worry, they have the biological material to save him. They get the bad guys, yada, yada, and... As exactly as you would expect for a propaganda piece literally published by the EU Publications Office, guess who ends up saving the world? Yes, the UN is involved in the US and others, but really, it's the EU. <laughs> surprise, surprise, the EU saves the world. Colleagues, ladies and gentlemen, the worst infectious accident in the history of mankind has been controlled in a few weeks. And despite sad losses, many millions of lives have been saved. Yay, by this biological material from the future. Thank you, EU. <laughs> Uh, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, the virus uh, which was spreading, which they, they term B1049 here, uh, was stopped by some sort of campaign called The Way Forward, uh, which was a consortium, uh, a voluntary consortium of emergency pharma, uh, an emergency voluntary consortium of pharmaceutical manufacturers. Thank you, Big Pharma, for being part of saving this world by I guess, reproducing this biological material. Details, shmeetails, who really cares? The point is that 
they used something called the One Health Approach, which addresses health risks at the intersection between animals, humans, and their various environments, which will be one of the key global challenges in the year to years to come. I'm con personally convinced that this approach reflects our era and the new uncertainty regarding infectious risks. Because, of course, yes, this is the new era of zoonotic diseases and pandemic and all of this, which the EU and everyone else has been jumping on in recent years. And here is one example of that propaganda. And, oh, of course, you know, it's a love story, too. They get together at the end. Oh, they checked all the boxes for uh, obligatory what you're supposed to do in a story. Uh, but back to reality. And here they come in with all of the information you were supposed to learn from this handy-dandy comic book. Oh, it was fun, guys, but now let's do some learning. And they start talking about Beijing 2006, the first international ministerial conference on avian and pandemic influenza took place in Beijing in January 2006. P4 Laboratory stands for Level 4 Pathogens and Biosafety Agents, meaning microorganisms with high pathogenic potential. So talking about Ebola, Marga, uh, Marburg, Lassa, and of course, SARS, a coronavirus, which they do have to stress here. Uh, keeping in mind, again, this was published in 2012. Uh, Ebola, Marburg, Lassa viruses, they go into some more detail about that. Zoonosis. Uh, One Health is an integrated approach to health that focuses on the interaction between animals, humans, and their diverse environments. And as we just saw, it saved the planet, right? Uh, talking about destruction in countries, pandemic readiness, blah, blah, blah. Let's all, uh, let's all invest bajillions of dollars to help prevent something like that horrible H5N1 and H1N1 crisis that we somehow managed to li live through in recent years. The end. Everyone's happy. And here we are living through this deadly, horrible nightmare reality that this comic book was talking about low those many years ago the only question is did we make it did we make preparations enough have we given enough power to the eu and the voluntary emergency pharmaceutical consortium to help save the planet not with biological material from time travelers from the future but with a one health approach and with giving over our society to the public health officials the technocrats who would seek to rule over us well dot 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 that remains to be seen doesn't it Anyway, I thought this was a particularly interesting piece of propaganda in the ways that the public mind has been prepared for a number of years, indoctrinated really with simply the idea that we have in entered into some new era of humanity where zoonotic diseases will emerge and spread all over the globe all the time. This is the new normal. Stop me if you've heard this. And this doesn't just come from this uh, comic book. As you'll see if you read the more Plandemic Foreknowledge subscriber newsletter, you will see that there are many examples of this. Specifically in the past year or two, there are several examples of people or exercises and drills or uh, uh, interviews where this has been talked about. We've entered a new era. The pandemics are going to be the new normal. And this was all before as we are told, SARS-CoV-2 started spreading and killing dozens of people, I tell you. So interesting, isn't it? Uh, the way the public mind has been prepared for this, uh, this exact crisis and the types of narratives that have been embedded for several years now. We have been prepared to accept exactly what is being lived through right now. If you want more details on this and the other uh, uh, pieces of Plandemic Foreknowledge, I will again direct you to that subscriber newsletter. Again, you do not have to be a subscriber in order to access the editorial. There is the free link there that you just click on. You will get the subscriber newsletter editorial completely for free. But 
If you do value this work, please do support it. Please do consider becoming a Corbett Report member. It really does help. As little as $1 a month truly does help to make this report possible. And I will leave you simply with this interesting little tidbit. Of course, as we saw, the, the comic book opens in Beijing in 2006 at a Chinese P4 medical research laboratory. But psych, actually there was no P4 medical research laboratory in Beijing in 2006, at least no officially acknowledged one. No, China didn't get an officially acknowledged P4 biomedical laboratory until several years later in Wuhan. Of course, that's the only P4 laboratory in China. Anyway, just another piece of this propaganda puzzle that looks interesting in retrospect. I think uh, there are some interesting points to be made, and I especially hope people will take the conclusion of my more pandemic foreknowledge article to, to heart, because I think there is a more important and fundamental issue to be looked at here rather than finding the smoking gun. That, look, see, it was planned all along. I think there's a more important point. I hope you'll read the article and find out about that. That's going to do it for today. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. The Corbett Report is brought to you by you. Your support makes The Corbett Report possible. Sign up for the subscriber newsletter or purchase a DVD at corbettreport.com support.